Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Amen. A few years ago, a movement gained popularity, ashes to go. Priests would go out to busy bus stops and train stations to offer prayer and impose ashes upon people, inviting them into Lent. At its best, it was a moment in which we met people where they were in hectic and busy lives, the church going out to the people. But at its worst, it gives people an on-demand religion that requires little change in us and places the focus on public signs of piety, something Jesus warns us against in today's gospel reading. It's funny, Ash Wednesday has become popular. It has become popular in our religious consciousness. Even several Baptist churches around town now have Ash Wednesday. But why is it that ashes have struck a chord? My skeptical side thinks it may be our attraction to performative signs. One of the great scenes in Seinfeld is Kramer's refusal to wear a ribbon at the AIDS walk. (laughs) One of the people at the AIDS walk says, so what's going on? Are you going to wear the ribbon? Cosmos Kramer says, no, never. The guy says, but I'm wearing the ribbon. And he's wearing the ribbon. We're all wearing the ribbon. So aren't you going to wear the ribbon? Advocacy and concern for justice, concern for those who are marginalized in our society, is too all often defined by whether we have the correct bumper sticker on our car. Have we placed the right frame on our Facebook photo? Did we share an appropriate post in an appropriate amount of time demonstrating our deep concern for something. But biblical justice is far more profound and it requires a whole lot more from us than just simply performative signs. Maybe you feel the way that I do. As a priest, I'm sometimes asked, well, why aren't you involved in this or why don't you care about that? And the answer is I can't do it all. Unlike, probably you have to choose where I place time and energy, and just because I place energy in one place doesn't mean I don't care about other things. But our culture does not have room for such nuance. We live in a culture that increasingly demands sides. Are you with us or are you against us? There's no questions. There's no uncertainty. You are either on one side or the other. You are either with me or you are against me. Rene Girard noticed this tendency to take sides and for human beings to identify someone to blame, what he calls the scapegoat. Girard says we all create scapegoats, and he says the frustrating thing about making scapegoats is we don't even know that we've made a scapegoat because it's so second nature to us. And yet, in the Ash Wednesday Confession, we are about to say in a few moments, we are all on one side. There is no vague Sunday morning confession of things done and left undone. There it is telling us in our face all the things that we have done to fall short. 
And yet, we are also reminded in the Collect for Ash Wednesday that God hates nothing that he has made. Nothing. God does not hate us. Seriously. It means that God is on our side too. Lent is not a battle between God and us. Lent is not some sort of cosmic Flores lava game where God is waiting for us to trip up and fall in. God is the one who is there waiting to pick us up. This Sunday, we hear the story of Satan tempting Jesus in the wilderness. Our battle in life is not against God. Our battle is against Satan and the spiritual forces of wickedness that draw us from the love of God and the love to each other. Our ability to face our sin and mortality in Lent begins with the theological conviction that God does not hate us. The obvious implication is that God loves us, that God is not indifferent to us. God is not an uninterested parent like sometimes I am and would rather not be bothered at this moment. The father is the same the day the prodigal son comes home as the day that the prodigal son leaves. God loves us. And until you have that in your heart and that belief and that conviction that God loves you, don't even bother trying to repent. Because all of your repentance will be ways of justifying yourself. Blaming others. Lent is an invitation to see how deep and how wide God's love is for us. And because we are so convicted and so bathed in that glory, we can admit the ways that we fall short. We can admit that we're not perfect. And let me tell you, it is actually really freeing when you sit there and say, I don't have all my stuff together. See, that's the whole of the Jesus story of his life, his death, his resurrection is all about us. Capon says it this way, that the life of grace is not an effort on our part to achieve a goal that we set ourselves. Rather, the life of grace is a continually renewed attempt simply to believe that someone else has achieved it all for us. Amen. Amen.